Hello. It's a great joy and a great privilege for me to be invited to join you all as you continue your journey looking at heroes of the faith, particularly as found in Hebrews chapter 11. And uh, today, the character we're going to be looking at together for a short while is Moses. Perhaps uh, no person in history outside of Jesus Christ has made such a profound impact on the world as Moses, especially the Christian world. And to give us some background, I'd like to read a few verses from Exodus chapter 2, and I'm using the New Living Translation, a translation which I personally have come to enjoy and to use more and more recently. A man and a woman from the tribe of Levi got married. The woman became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She saw that he was a special baby and kept him hidden for three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she got a basket made of papyrus reeds and waterproofed it with tar and pitch. She put the baby in the basket and laid it among the reeds along the banks of the River Nile. Some background to the story is that the children of Israel find themselves in Egypt. Joseph had years ago risen to prominence and had been placed in a position of high authority. And although still in slavery, the children of Israel found themselves in reasonably comfortable position and were receiving some respect. But over the years, over hundreds of years, different pharaohs came, different pharaohs went. And the nation of Israel grew larger and larger. And the current present pharaoh became scared. He was scared because the Israeli nation was growing. There were now many more of them. They were beginning to have a big influence in the land. And so the pharaoh issued this edict that all male Jewish children should be killed. But Moses was God's chosen instrument in his plan for the nation. This nation had been promised through Abraham's seed, his family, and the nation uniquely carried this promise. And ultimately, through them we know that Jesus came. The next chapter in their history is the arrival of Moses. A couple, Amran and his wife Jochebed, were married. They had a son. And we read that by faith they hid the baby for three months. They should have handed him over to be killed, but no. And they find their place among all the other heroes in Hebrews chapter 11. Were they fearful at disobeying this edict? It appears not. It was by faith that Moses' parents hid him for three months when he was born. They saw that God had given them an unusual child, and they were not afraid to disobey the king's command. Their faith overcame their fear. And as we face this pandemic together, there are many who are fearful and anxious at this time. Are you fearful? Are you anxious? It seems that we either fear 
or we believe. By faith, Moses' parents hid him. And we need to know our faith overcoming our fear. And this can be true in your life and in my life. Faith can overcome fear. So, Moses was born at a terrible time in terrible circumstances, but he was born for the people of God. So, we know the story. The parents make this little boat, place the baby in it, and gently float it on the Nile. And standing to one side watching was the sister of Moses, Miriam. And Pharaoh's daughter, a princess, passed by with her attendants. And she saw the baby and heard the baby cry. And she fell in love with him and decided to keep him. Isn't it strange, isn't it wonderful that life can turn on moments in God? And that can be true for us. There may be a moment in your life that can change everything. And how amazing that Sister Miriam went to this princess and asked, would you like a nurse to look after the baby? And the princess said yes. And so Moses was given to his own mother to care for him and to get paid for doing so. And so time went by, years passed. And Moses, we don't know the age, but we guess in teenage years, he was handed over from his nursing time to become the son of Pharaoh's daughter. So he was now the grandson of the king. And Acts chapter 7 tells us he was instructed in all the education of Egypt. He was sent away to the university and we know that he became mighty in word and in power. Josephus, the historian, tells us he led the Egyptian army to success in a battle with the Ethiopians. He became a renowned, successful prince with everything that he could ever wish for. Money, wealth, power, position. But there came a time when Moses came to this conclusion. It was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. So Moses had this life of luxury, of position, of prestige. And when he reached the age of 40, he became aware that there were two life systems which applied to him. He lived in the highly sophisticated system of Egypt, and yet, in the background, he was aware of his Jewish heritage. And he made a choice. Choices we make are so important, so important. Moses wasn't forced into the decision he made, he made it by faith. He was laying the foundations for a completely new life with God. Although it took a few years for the fulfilment of the reality of all of that. And you know, there's a time for all of us when we must answer the question, who is in control of my life?
There is a defining moment that we can all experience. A moment when we turn from ourselves and turn to God. Some of us have done that years ago. Some of us have made that decision more recently. And yet more some of us haven't yet faced that defining moment. Maybe today is your day for turning. There's nothing safer than trusting God. It may seem that the world, money, possessions and people can all give us more security than God. But that's an illusion, as many are finding out during this pandemic. The Bible scholar F.B. Mayer wrote this, What a magnificent land Egypt must have been in those days. The atmosphere was rainless, the Nile River brought riches from afar, the rich soil bore crops enough to feed the world, the banks of the river were covered with cities, villages, temples, and all the evidences of an advanced civilization. If Moses wished for anything, the wealth of the treasures of Egypt were his for the asking. Egypt had a lot of earthly pleasures to offer. Moses turned them all down to follow God. George Muller, famous man of faith who founded those wonderful orphanages down in Bristol, he said this, I was converted in November 1825. The love of money was gone. The love of position was gone. God alone became my life. I found my all in him. I wanted nothing else. By the grace of God, this has remained and has made me a happy man and has led me to care only about the things of God. There seems to have crept into our modern culture that faith is all about getting things. And we know, particularly in America, that there has been a build-up of what are known as faith churches, sometimes called prosperity churches. And their message from those seems to be, exercise faith and you will get a better job, a bigger car a magnificent house, a private jet. But this is not the way forward in the Christian church. All we need for our faith to be outworked is to put our trust in Jesus. By faith, Scripture tells us, Moses refused wealth, power, position, privilege. He headed off to a completely different kind of inheritance. And all that he did later started with that radical decision. He had many encounters with God over the next 80 years. The burning bush, the pillar of fire and cloud of smoke, the Red Sea dividing, the water made sweet, his experience on Mount Sinai. His faith became the vehicle that would drive the children of Israel to that promised land. Faith cannot be handed down or traded with one another, but it can be borrowed, it can be shared, and it can be stimulated by another believer. Faith is catching, 
Have you ever noticed that you've been somewhere when some expression of faith from another person encourages your own faith to rise and you become more accepting and more believing for yourself? Faith is catching. So Moses had a defining moment. But sometimes, if we're not careful, a defining moment can turn into a dumb moment. So Moses saw an Egyptian mistreating a Hebrew man. He stepped in, looked around to see if anyone was looking, and killed the aggressor. He thought nobody had seen. But just the very next day, another Hebrew man revealed that he knew about this killing. And when Pharaoh the king heard about it, he sought to kill Moses. So Moses had to flee the country. His life changed. He spent the next 40 years as a shepherd. And there were three 40-year stages in his life. For the first 40 years, he lived life as an Egyptian prince. Sometimes, some of us think we've got it all together. We're much too busy to think about God. And that may well have been the position for Moses. In the second 40 years of his life, he became a shepherd in a desert. And later on, we read that he knew that this was a time of preparation. And it may be for you or for me that today you feel that God is preparing you for something new. You may feel that sometimes that's a bit of a desert experience and many promises that have been made don't seem to be coming true. But preparation time is very, very important for us. So maybe God is preparing you. And then in Moses' life, the third and final 40 years was when he became the leader of the Jewish nation. He finally reached where he was going all the time. And for you and for I, sometimes we don't seem to think we've reached what God is calling us to. We may still be in the preparing stage, but the time will come when he will take us to our destiny in him, what it is that he's called us to. So sometimes we have to be patient. We may have it all together in the one stage of our life. We may spend a time in what seems like a desert in a preparatory second stage. But if that is so, there will always be the next stage. By faith, Moses left Egypt. And by faith, you and I can do the same thing. If we find ourselves trapped in a place we don't really want to be anymore, if we find ourselves caught, maybe with emotional problems, maybe with financial problems, whatever the problem that is trapping us, just as Moses left Egypt, by faith we can do the same thing. Is it time for your decision to follow God? Is it time to know your shame and your guilt unloaded onto Jesus? Take a risk. Fear God more than people. 
follow the Lord and find salvation. John Wimber, the preacher, said this, Faith is spelt R-I-S-K. Take a risk. God will not let you down. And today, this may be time for your defining moment. There was a woman who taught children in a wealthy part of a city. To get there, she walked past a slum area. One day in that slum area, she heard another woman crying out for help. She rushed the woman to the hospital. She was told to take a seat and she waited and waited and meanwhile the woman became more and more ill. So she took her to yet another hospital and was told the same thing. Take a seat. After hours of waiting, she took the ill woman to her home and sought to give her comfort. That night, the woman died in her arms. This was her defining moment. She resolved to devote her life to comforting other people. The city was Calcutta, and the woman became known as Mother Teresa. Our lives can turn on defining moments. Seek them, pray for them, and when they come, allow them to change your life. So Moses had a life-changing defining moment. He made a choice. He became a great leader in God's purposes. After this, he parted the Red Sea for the nation to cross. He changed bitter water into fresh water with a wave of his staff, his rod, at God's command. He met God in a special way on Mount Sinai and he was given the commandments on stone tablets. And you know, we must obey God rather than men. We must exercise faith. The story is told of a preacher called Peter Cartwright. This happened in America, and in Cartwright's church one day, Andrew Jackson, who was then the president, visited the church. Someone came to Peter Cartwright and said, Be careful what you say. I understand that President Jackson is here, so you need to be careful what you say. So when the time came, Peter Cartwright stood in the pulpit and said, I understand that President Jackson is among us and that I should be careful with my remarks. Andrew Jackson will go to hell if he doesn't repent. We must obey God rather than men. We must exercise faith. By faith, Moses refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. By faith, Moses left the land of Egypt. By faith, Moses commanded the people of Israel. And by faith, they went right through the Red Sea as though they were walking on dry land. Moses made a momentous decision which changed his life totally.
Maybe some of us listening today need to make such a decision. A decision that would change our lives totally as well. And if you have never done so, I plead with you today to consider Jesus. I urge you to accept his forgiveness, to open up your heart to him, to know the peace and the joy that you've not been able to find anywhere else. I pray that all of us may know defining moments, that we may grasp them when they come, and we may resolve to walk by faith as we embrace our defining moments. Thank you so much for listening.